lavol in the preceding pages i have endeavored to present to the reader the story of my life's experience in mormonism and polygamy and to place before him a truthful picture of the doctrines and practices of the saints much has already been written on this subject much that is in accordance with facts and much that is exaggerated and false hitherto with but one exception that of a lady who wrote many years ago and who in her writings so mixed up fiction with what was true that it was difficult to determine where the one ended and the other began no woman who really was a mormon and lived in polygamy ever wrote the history of her own personal experience books have been published and narratives have appeared in the magazines and journals purporting to be written by mormon wives it is however perhaps unnecessary for me to state that notwithstanding such narratives may be imposed upon the gentile world as genuine that they were written by persons outside the mormon faith would in a moment be detected by any intelligent saint who took the trouble to peruse them two objects influenced my mind when i first proposed to write this volume in the first place i earnestly desired to stir up my mormon sisters to a just sense of their own position i longed to make them feel as i do the cruel degradation the humiliating tyranny which polygamy inflicts i wanted to arouse them to a sense of their own womanhood and a just appreciation of those rights and duties which as women god has conferred upon them i was anxious that they should understand and know the inconsistency and folly of that superstitious faith by which they have been so egregiously deluded that they might learn to hate and loathe the falsely named celestial system of marriage and rising in honest indignation and disgust against the tyranny of the oppressor break asunder the yoke of bondage cast from them for ever the moral religious and social fetters wherewith they are bound and walking in the light of truth assert their perfect equality with their sons their husbands their fathers and their brethren and henceforth claim and occupy that position which god assigned them and which by right is theirs in the second place i was anxious to enlist for them the sympathy of the gentile world most strenuous efforts have been made large sums of money have been spent and secret intrigues as well as open and honorable negotiations have been carried on for the purpose of obtaining admission for utah into the union under the title of the state of deseret the name deseret itself is taken from the book of mormon and is said to signify in the celestial tongue a honey-bee wherefore it is that the escutcheon of utah territory is a beehive and to grant that name deseret alone would be a concession to mormon superstition out here in the valley of the great salt lake we are perfectly aware that with utah once admitted as a state it would be almost impossible for gentiles to live peaceably and safely among the mormons and of this fact their leading men and their official organs have repeatedly boasted with utah as a state 
and brigham young once more governor the enslavement of the people to the priesthood would be complete and the cruel bondage of polygamy would be riveted a thousand times more firmly upon the unfortunate women i was anxious therefore to attract the attention of congress and the nation at large to these facts that thus when mormon bills and mormon petitions replete with falsified statistics and perverted and in many instances utterly untrue statements are presented to the national legislature neither the representatives of the nation nor the nation itself may be deceived thereby these were the two objects which i proposed to myself in writing my own experience as a wife and mother among the mormons and i trust to some extent at least i have realized them i have told my story simply but truthfully and as far as was possible i have endeavored to tell it all some facts i have had occasion to relate so horrible and repulsive that a person unused to mormonism and unversed in mormon doctrine and mormon practice would find difficulty in giving credence to such things and yet alas they are all too true it is only right that i should add that in the conduct and publicly expressed opinions of brigham young and many of the leaders there have been such disgusting atrocities and such impure statements that for the sake of decency and propriety i dared not even mention them for this suppressio veri i feel assured the reader will not blame me in all that i have said i have most scrupulously kept to the very letter of the truth i have neither exaggerated nor concealed and in every respect my great endeavor has been to act with the strictest impartiality and justice mine in one sense is the story of a wasted life from the day when i linked my destiny with that of a mormon missionary elder to the time when after long weary years of trial and endurance i abjured the faith of the modern saints i suffered a constant martyrdom poverty self-denial and suffering i gloried in when i believed myself the humble instrument in the hands of the almighty for proclaiming the fullness of the gospel to those who were walking in the darkness of unbelief the trials of a missionary life were to me a pleasure i bore with gladness the cross believing that hereafter i should exchange it for the glories of an eternal crown and i think even now i should never have wearied of that life of devotion so great was my faith and my religion had the leaders of the church remained steadfast to that simple gospel creed which we were at first taught was the evangel of the latter-day dispensation but when polygamy that accursed thing that offspring of deceit and licentiousness came across our path darkening the way and blighting the affections the hopes the whole life of every true woman among the saints when polygamy came casting its foul stain over all that was holy crushing out from our hearts all that was good and pure and heaven-born degrading our womanhood and embittering existence itself when its dark shadow like the gloom of the deadly upas 
brought death of the soul and the withering of the heart's true love to all who came within its influence then my faith began to waver my zeal to wax cold and in anticipation and subsequently in realization of the cruel wrong which that system could inflict upon the affections and life of a wife and mother i endured daily a trial of my faith a moral and spiritual martyrdom such as i trust my readers may never experience not a day passed but what more and more evidence of the wickedness of the system and its cruel debasement of woman's nature was brought beneath my observation whatever came in contact with it whoever fell beneath its influence was the subject of immediate loss men women and children alike suffered from its effects the innocence of childhood was sullied by its contamination girlhood and youth were degraded and disgraced the fair sweet dreams of virgin purity were marred by its presence the ideal of love pure faithful holy heavenly which god himself has implanted in the heart was rudely trampled upon and perverted and destroyed the lives of wives and mothers were but the record of outrage cruelty and wrong or else the deadening and blasting of every holy impulse and every tender emotion while men themselves were brutalized and debased the husband became the lord and frequently the tyrant and the despot and the wife was either the toy of the hour or the drudge who looked after the children but never the cherished companion the helpmeet of the man such was the influence of polygamy such the results of the celestial order of marriage contrary to the laws of the land contrary to the holiest sentiments of the heart contrary to the divine teachings of heaven that system still exists it is a disgrace to the national government it is a reproach to civilization it is a blot upon the fair escutcheon of the world's greatest republic and yet visitors will come from utah and will tell you that the mormon women are happy in polygamy for it is a part of their religion never until new hearts and new natures are given to the women of utah and all that is womanly and pure and sacred is crushed out from their souls can one single woman be truly happy in polygamy they may say so publicly they may for their religion's sake tell strangers that thus it is but listen to them when they are alone among themselves read if you can their hearts and mark the bitterness which they try to stifle there nay see upon their very features the handwriting which bears witness against their assertion that they are happy and which proclaim to the world the sorrow which they vainly try to hide i set forth this little book with many earnest prayers and many heartfelt aspirations that my mormon sisters may be benefited thereby out of the evil which man originates god alone can produce good and i trust that my feeble attempt to portray the cruel wrong which polygamy inflicts upon the women of utah may excite the sympathy of every man and woman whose influence may avail to hasten that time 
when this relic of ancient barbarism may be utterly rooted out before the advancing civilization of the age the night the gloomy night of superstition cannot last for ever already there are signs of the coming dawn the time i trust and pray will not be long delayed when the veil shall be removed from the eyes of the enslaved men and women of our modern zion and they shall cast aside for ever the yoke of the priesthood i trust that i shall yet live to see the day when mormon wives and mothers shall awake to a sense of their position and responsibilities shall understand that god never required that their womanhood should be degraded their love crushed out and the holiest instincts of their nature perverted i trust to see them assert their inalienable rights their womanly prerogatives their very birthright itself i trust to see them shake off the slavery of that cruel superstition which has so long held them captive i trust to see them take their places side by side with gentile matrons the honored wives and mothers of the men of utah i trust to see that dark shadow banished from their features banished from their hearts banished from their lives i trust to see them free full of love for them my sisters my friends the companions of my life hitherto whose religion was once my own whose hopes and joys i have shared whose sorrows and trials have also been mine with hopeful prayer i lay down my pen and present my labors to the world and if my humble efforts shall have conduced even in the smallest degree to keep one sister from entering into this sinful order if they shall have aroused the women of utah to investigate the foundations of their faith to calmly and impartially consider the iniquities of the system of polygamy to renounce the man-made slavery of the celestial order if i shall be found to have awakened in the minds of thinking men and women a hatred for the licentious doctrine which enslaves the wives and daughters of the saints if i have to any extent enlisted active practical sympathy in their behalf i shall feel that my endeavors have been abundantly rewarded and that my labors have not been bestowed in vain end of tell it all by fanny stenhouse this librivox recording is in the public domain narrated by danielle cartwright